2: I got organic chemistry, the uh-huh. textbook.
0: Uh-huh.
2: The more I read it, the more confused I was. <laughs> so, um, Senior Five, Osaka College, Mary, um, my dad, through his, he was a very influential, he's a very influential person, he was in the school. Um, the headmaster was his buddy. Mm-hmm. So, I go for biology class.
0: I just don't know why I'm I I attended
2: one course. The first lecture, I still remember it. The structure of a cell. <laughs> you know, week one, day one, we took notes in that biology lab. Uh-huh. And I said, this place, am I going to handle? And I went. To the career master and I told him, look, I don't want to do this thing. I want to do another course. Oh. And my reason really was, to, when you did biology, you couldn't do fine art. Oh, yeah. You could only you do PCB stroke sub math. Oh. And I said, I want to do art. And they said, well, this is serious. This one you have to call your parent.
0: <laughs>
2: I was in that school for six years. The only time I ever stepped into the headmaster's office mm. was when I said I want to change my combination. Mm-hmm. So the career master told me this one is for the headmaster. So I walked into the headmaster's office. The guy looked at me, said, you want to change your... Combination? Your father has to decide. Go get him. So I had to go back to Ginger, tell my dad, uh, look, they've asked me to come for you. I I don't want to do this PCB thing. That was one of the most, like, difficult things I went through in my teenage years. So we went back to the school and. uh, There were the three of us, uh, the headmaster, my dad, and myself. And I remember the headmaster saying something. He said, if that's what he wants to do, let him do. If he fails, it's on him. him." So I ended up in the math class. I was like, liberation. um. You survived chemistry and biology. I survived chemistry and biology, and I got to do fine art. Wow. That for me was like it was freedom. Yes. So, when I'll be leaving the dormitory and we get to the place where the path parts, because the biology labs were outside the quadrangle, kind <laughs> of like you know, outside the camp. And, and then the rest of us, it was like over here in the math class. I loved those two years. And meanwhile, oh. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah,
0: that's where I was going. Like, so now you can do art, but wh- what are you going to do if you can't do medicine <laughs> and not journalism, clearly? Yeah,
2: and our journalism was out of the window.
0: Yeah.
2: I was what one of the teachers said, a victim of passing exams. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so I loved the, the art. <laughs> I loved the economics. Yeah. I was always getting an A. I didn't know I was like, what am I going to do? Now, amazingly, when I was in senior five, there was a guy, when I was in senior four, there was a guy in senior six, and there was a guy in senior five. Mm -hmm. A guy in senior six went and, when I was in senior four, that was the first time some guy in our school went to do something I'd never heard about Mm -hmm. at Makere. Architecture Mm -hmm. was called Shem Seboa. Mm
0: -hmm. We send you greetings. Greetings, Shem.
2: (laughs) And so I was like, okay. Then the guy ahead of me, one year ahead of me, you know, like in that school, you keep tabs on people. It's a big group, but you keep tabs on people. Hey, who has gone to Makere? You know, who has been admitted for what? Because we are not like, you know, Gayaza, Namagunga, where the whole class. The whole class goes to, to mm. do medicine.
0: Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we send you greetings. Victims so, of passing exams. Wow.
2: So there was another guy. Mm. He was one year ahead of me. I was in senior five. So when I applied for this, so I changed from BCM to PEM art.
0: There
2: was a guy ahead of me who was doing PEM art and he goes to do this course architecture. Again. Again. Mm. That guy is Apostle Mose.
0: Hey! (laughs) Apostle Mose, we send you greetings.
2: (laughs) So, I just joined the fellowship around that time, and of course, he was a drummer.
0: Wow. We, we remember a, that Another kind through. of drum. Mm, yeah. Another, the other two He's other like, ones.
2: <laughs> this guy has gone to do this course. <laughs> That's the first time I heard about architecture. Wow. I, I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And even what I thought I knew, mm. because they said you have to get an A in math.
0: Yeah.
2: And then you need uh, physics. Mm-hmm. So I thought, this is about calculations, you know what? So I was like, what? <laughs> so I got my A oh, yeah. in math. So you went to do architecture to be a mathematician. Yes.
0: <laughs> if people look, you can stumble into your destiny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and by the way, I was not alone. No. So you get into that class and everybody comes with an A in math. Yes. By the time you get to, f- to fifth year, mm-hmm. after five years of the course, <laughs> when you ask someone, what's 17 times 24?
0: They can't calculate it. <laughs>
2: Basically, they educate uh, all the math out of, of you.
0: <laughs> Having required you to have an age. Yes. I wonder why? Architects
2: I don't know. So so wow. like in my <laughs> <laughs> So you so I go to Macare. Eh? Uh, and that's how that's the story. That's how I ended up being an architect.
0: Oh my I guess guys were waiting for some you remember like the time we had <laughs> the guy who talked about his father his mother bought him a chicken. Do you understand? That's why he loved Mr. Kabubo. Mm. He loved chickens. Everywhere he lived, he had chickens. That's why he has a chicken farm. (laughs) And he's going to be the biggest chicken (laughs) farmer. Here you are! (laughs) I hope you already encouraged, those of you watching, that you know what? You can stumble into your destiny because, okay, so you get into this architecture world. What makes you fall in love with architecture? And then t- tell us a little bit about now the beginnings of business. Because were you a business-minded person, do you come from a family of 20-something business people. I mean, we are really trying to calculate <laughs> where all these children are. So what, how do you end up in loving architecture? Because now when you talk about it, you're really mm-hmm. passionate about mm-hmm. this thing. Even you know earlier on when you were talking, you're saying such deep things about buildings and architecture and then business. So, you go to university, you study architecture.
2: Uh-huh. So, I get there first year architecture, drawing, <laughs> yeah. coloring. The gentleman, the professor, greetings, Professor Nawangwe, he's a vice chancellor. He was a head of department, he was a teacher there. Lines, first lesson, draw lines, draw lines. Write the alphabet, write the alphabet. I'm sorry? Yes. <laughs> My God.
0: Meanwhile, this is, this is the class of the top students in the nation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm told it's a very tiny class.
2: So it was a class of 18 people?
0: I send you greetings, those who did social sciences. I think you can't imagine <laughs> a class of 18 people, we used to be 2000 on a normal day when <laughs> others haven't come. 18, and you are doing alphabet. Yeah,
2: paint, smart dress straight line. Uh, I remember this one day when I was about to give up. Why? one.
0: You are giving up on drawing lines and alphabet?
2: We were doing what they call stick models, so you just get sticks, and the assignment is do something, do some, basically build something. With sticks. With sticks, like, like matchbox, uh, lot like matchsticks or something, uh, toothpicks. Join with glue and create some form, you know? This was way before the internet. So, like right now, you could just go and Google and download something and, yes. and copy it. But it had to come from your mind. And this our this, uh, lecturer... Um, the professor came in in the evening. I mean, came in the morning, issued the assignment. So at about five, he walks in, looks at my thing and says, hmm, why don't you just start over?
0: No, no! It's now
2: evening. Yes. (laughs) That was a time when I was on the edge. I was like, no, maybe I'm not able to do this thing. Yeah. And remember, people, some people had left. Um, I remember some of our friends joined other courses. Oh. Timo sevalamu. Hey, I you carried the like desk a for, up to this side. Tell him, Timo sevalamu. I carried a desk for you from the like second floor down to our studio. And you quit. And on then me. you quit <laughs> on me, joined electrical engineering.
0: Engineering.
2: <laughs> so wow. it, by the time you finish year one, mm. you're like, okay. I think I can do this thing. I think I'm getting a hang of it. There's no calculations now. If I just really become an artist, I can do it. So, so that's how I end up in architecture. My 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 background, my family background. My dad is a businessman. Mm. But he wasn't the, he's not like the involved the family businessman involved mm. the children. My dad has run a restaurant for run a restaurant or restaurants and bars for a long time. Mm. Uh, we grew up with that. Um, so I didn't, I didn't know anything about business. And you spent five years in architecture school. Yeah. And there is no lesson. There is one lesson in year five about running a practice. But even that is not about business, the business side. Mm. That nobody teaches you how to charge fees. Yes how to write a fee <laughs> note, how to collect fees when someone has failed to pay. Oh. All we teach you, and now I'm a teacher, so I'm...
0: You are, you are a lecturer as well Yes, at the university, yeah.
2: But all, all they teach you is, is that drawing perfect?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Can, it, can someone look at it and get goosebumps, you know, like that's such a beautiful pencil drawing, mm. wow.
0: Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Lord.
2: so that's, unfortunately that's, um, so when I left school,
0: uh-huh.
2: the first place I thought ab- uh, about getting a job was my head of department's office because I have this, this passion for teaching. It's been there since I was little, since I was really, really little. So I went to him and said, I'd like to teach. And I remember he just laughed and said, well, we're not recruiting anyone right now. (laughs) And so I went and found work elsewhere. So starting out, it was a lot of, it was like really learning on the job, about every side, everything on the business side of things, how, to charge fees, which are the right fees, um, and at the beginning, because of that ignorance, a lot of people take advantage. Of course. Um. So you're eager. You're too eager to do work, thinking if I really do a nice design, mm-hmm. this person will eventually will eventually get to the point of by the how much?
0: <laughs> by how uh, you think that they'll appreciate. The yes. Work so much and, you know. Ask to pay you whatever you want.
2: Yeah, and, you end, and I ended up doing a lot of work like that, not paid. Oh. Yes, so it, it's a tough, a tough uh, learning curve yes. for people who, especially people who are doing technical courses, engineering, architecture, where they don't really teach you those skills. And, and
0: yet you spend so much time in yes. school and excellence and whatever. So yeah. where does now Nautila come in? Tell us the story of where, ah. where Where? Where? Sounds like nuts. Okay,
2: Nathila. Nathila's. Nathila. So Nathila begins in 2014. I left school in 2002. Yes. So wow. I've been at this thing a little while. Indeed. It's a little while.
0: <laughs> that, is, that is an adult child, just to put it out there. <laughs> yes.
2: So I've, I've done all sorts of... of um, of iterations of, of architectural practice. So when I left school, I first, like I told you, I wanted to study, I wanted to, to teach. Yes. If you could pay me to be a student, lifelong student, that, that's something that I would have done. Wow. So a, within, a year within finishing, I was invited back at to come and teach because there's this master's degree. And the condition is that you teach, so come. So I went and did the course. Uh, that's another two years. Then I, I came back after that and got employment um, at one of the big farms, the biggest farm in town, actually. Uh, it's called Symbion. And that was a fun place. But that was, I don't know, now I look back, it was a fun place. It, it's a place of systems before I learnt about systems.
0: systems yeah.
2: That place, I'm, I'm not surprised that they've grown as big. as You think about all the big buildings in this city, mm. all the prominent buildings, uh, the Serena, Crested Towers, all of those Wow. Serena Chico, Serena wherever. They've done all of those. And, and they were really, really, really systemized. Yes. Like you had to do everything on the there's a system for everything. Yes. You don't just shrub and say, ah, I need a pencil. Give me an extra pencil there because, you know, <laughs> like fill out the form properly. There's a pencil. There's a system for everything. Yeah. So they were really, really professional. Wow. Um, so I I really owe what a little bit I've learned about st- structure and systems mm-hmm. in architecture to the training I got from, from that architecture firm. Um, so... After two years, I got together with the, uh, three of my classmates and said, Let's start. And so we started uh, a farm, another farm. It was called uh, Fusion. Yes, and that I went on that for fusion. about eight years. Yeah. It was good. But because of the lack of mentorship, um, again, we were four guys who were passionate, yeah. but we didn't really have. Uh, systems and discipline to keep us going. So after eight years, um, we, a time came to fold that. And so then Nautila came out of that. Uh, myself and one of my colleagues who were who are with earlier, architect Ivan, um, we decided to start this thing and start afresh. So that's been uh, five years, close to six years now. Of that journey, yes. Yeah.
0: So wow, been, it's been so good, five yeah. to six years of, 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 of Nutella. Mm. Tell us some of the highlights of that journey. When you began, it's just the two of you. imagine, yes. where are you now? How many? I'm very curious about mm. how, like, around how many clients have you helped <laughs> uh, on this journey of many years?
2: So I would say maybe since I left school. Over maybe over 200 clients or, sure. or 300. Yes. I don't know. Wow. I've done a lot of work. The very first, I will tell you the story of the very first client. Please. I would say is a client mm-hmm. who paid me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the rest of y'all, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I was on the. It's strange. I was in Malago on the operating table. Um, there's, I met a doctor, ophthalmologist. I've always, I, I always show aspects. So I went to see this ophthalmologist and he said, I can do a procedure on your eye to, to help you. Um, so we go to Malago to do the, the procedure. Um, the gentleman, so while I'm waiting, I hear him having a conversation with three other guys. Uh-huh. Like they are all around me, I'm lying on the table. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Talk about opportunity. <laughs> so <laughs> You're lying down. The opportunity is flowing. So I told
2: them, so I said, hey, doctor, I'm an architect. <laughs> You better not mess up
0: my eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And so the guy says, oh, we want to do an apartment building. And that was the very first apartment building I designed way back. 2002, I think it was 2003, um, when I just left school.
0: Yeah.
2: And I remember I was on my way to to Addis for that master's degree. Mm. And... The guy called me and handed me, I think, three million shillings. Ooh. In cash, I was driving, I was, were, I was being taken to the airport that morning. Mm-hmm. I had nowhere to take the money, I went with it. <laughs> you went with it to Addis? <laughs> because I was like, on my way, he called me, I mean one day, I'm on my way to the airport. Uh-huh. I remember going to Addis, putting it at the safe deposit uh, at the hotel. And the guy at the hotel laughed. (laughs) Why? Because he said, you know, in Addis, the the, the denominations were much smaller, like kind of Kenyan money. So if you have a million, that's like a lot of money. Money. So he said, so he counted and counted and said, I have never met a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so that was my first, my very first client. He turned yes, so you into a millionaire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that guy went and told his friends. <laughs> wow, so you start with this client. Mm. What, what, what does it look like right now? And then, you know, on top of, of telling us what it looks like in terms of numbers, uh, if you could also tell us, I asked you earlier, what's this thing about, why are you passionate about architecture right now and buildings? why what what do you see in them yeah what do you see is the value what is it about what you do
2: so uh, buildings Mm -hmm. just they just excite Mm -hmm. me yeah Yeah. (laughs) and the people behind the buildings Yeah. because every building is a story of someone someone's invested years so, like right now in Kampala, they are breaking buildings, lots of buildings, um, which is the right thing because, you know, time comes and the buildings done in 1940 get broken. <laughs> Some of them, not all of them, but a time will come and the houses we are building will tear down and other bigger things will come. Wow. But that, that's like years invested in them. Yes. People, think about your typical house, which costs 200, 300, 400 million. That's a lot of money. Mm. You can save that money for... 20 years, 10 years. So, I love buildings, the whole process of the building. Buildings, like when I get into a space, sometimes you get into a lovely space and you just get goosebumps and you're like, wow, this is, this is nice. Um, a guy called Louis Kahn said, architecture is all about silence and light. Oh, silence and light. And he said, God bless the day that the the wall parted and the column became. Oh! (laughs) And he said, the light Uh didn't know what it was until it struck a wall. Wow! (laughs) So when when you're going to a beautiful place, I don't know you guys, if you've been to some really special places where... You walk in and you're silenced.
0: Yeah.
2: And you you hear you want to touch the wall. Like if it's you, you imagine a brick wall and you just want to run your fingers along it. Or as you walk on a stone pebbles and you hear the sound.
0: You That's, really love
2: building. That stuff man. excites me. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the process of building. I like I love the fact that I can see people come alive when they see the thing they're doing, like the thing they've dreamt about. Mm. When they say, this is what we want to do. We want our daughter's room to be this way.
0: Yes. And
2: then you,
0: yeah, the kitchen.
2: kitchen. Huh? <laughs> I, want, I want all these pull-out uh, cabinets. Yes. And I want a place where I can cook and be talking to my friends. And, and, and you bring that dream, dream alive for them. Yes and you show them possibilities of what it can be done. I always tell people, if you're going to make a saving in construction, don't save it with the architect. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> don't be like, you know what? I think if we, if we save, if we had to save five million on architect, you're going to, that's not a place to save, because the architect can save you 400 million. Yes. Huh? So there was this project, some place in a town in Uganda which begins with one letter of the alphabet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The client didn't didn't think it was worth uh, engaging me at the construction supervision. I designed. And so I say, okay. They go build, and then when we get to do the first floor, she says, get me another builder because we're going to do the first floor. No, she said, we want to make the building storied. So we redesign to make it storied, got to got get an engineer to, to insert, design the columns, the structure so we can la- raise it. We sent a builder because at that moment she came to me after like a year and a half. Mm. And she said, uh, get me a builder. When the builder goes there, mm-hmm. he says, but this building is inverted. Huh? And, and, and I say, what? And, and she says, what? Your builder is confused. And I'm like, so I talk to the builder and says, yeah, the building is inverted. Like, this is the, supposed to be the front. But now the front is facing the back. So the front was designed to have to open out into a nice garden and oh, all. But now gosh. that's the back. So oh, no. I didn't believe it, oh, no! true story. Uh, so at that moment, she said, okay, I'm willing to pay you to go and see the thing. So I went and it's true. It was it's, inverted. It was true. Yeah, it was inverted like... Front
0: 180 front. years.
2: So we had to first, instead of adding on to you, we had to first tear all of it down. Eh? And from that moment, I didn't need to call. She would be the one to call.
0: Yes, of course. And
2: say, please come to the site. Please, it's time to come. So I say, don't, <laughs> don't try to save on or on, the, on architect. the architect or the engineers. You're going to. They're able to make bigger savings for you.
0: Wow! So. Can you help me appreciate Pastor Sam, Chisa? I still had many questions for you. This was such a fun, beautiful, you know, just interview. And right now I'd like you to help me welcome the man who inspired the man to go and do architecture, who thought he was doing mathematics, (laughs) Apostle Mose.
1: Well, I'm hearing that story for the first time. (laughs) I'm glad to have played some small role uh, in, in the process. Wow, Sam! <laughs> Sam. <laughs> you brought back memories. <laughs> yeah, designing for free. Yeah. What? Wow. Thinking that they will bring uh, anyway, interesting uh-huh. stuff. I was just reminded that when I went to Makere,
0: mm-hmm. you went to Makere. I went
1: to Makere. Architecture class uh, was about ours actually was the biggest. We started out 28. <laughs> and it was quickly whittled down to about 20 after a couple of terms wow. by people leaving. Departure. If you did architects, it was marriage.
0: I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah,
1: there was no time for what, was.
0: Architects are committed.
1: <coughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember walking into that class, and four guys were in the top 10 In the country, in sciences, and I happened to be one of them, miraculously, and two guys were in the top ten in arts. Wow. So we had six people in our class from the top ten in the country. There was Jesse, Musamba, Umal, Matovu, Pasco, Kabandize, uh, Godon, Begumisa, Hilary, Mugarura, and then myself. And I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, it was a complete miracle. But just to tell you that the people who used to go and do architecture those yeah. days, and I don't know what happens these days, we are like the brainiest guys available. But like he was saying, they teach you all these technical things. Yeah. I, we really loved Professor Nawange. Yeah, He was like a father in the in the in the department. You know, everyone related with him like a dad of sorts. When he came to class he would crack jokes, we would laugh so hard. And but he would teach those basics the things line, drawing, writing. Like, wow. I walloped mathematics to come and do this. <laughs> but then Like I was saying, the sad thing is that you'd get out and you'd know the technical things, but you knew not how to run the business, the practice. And that's why I'm grateful we had this session today. Because I realized that we had been talking about a lot of different businesses, but we hadn't talked about these uh, sort of professional technical businesses. You know, you set up a clinic, you're a doctor. You know how to treat the sickness, but do you know how to run the business? You know how to design the buildings, but do you know how to run the business? And so when you get into this kind of business world, you're making a lot of assumptions, mistakes, hopes. And that was my life. Uh, uh, I, I did architecture for many years and was broke all my architecture years yeah, I don't remember having a financial breakthrough. (laughs) Was
0: it for
1: lack of work? No. No, 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 no. It wasn't for lack of work. Architecture is hard work. It's intensive. Yeah, it's If you don't know how to set up systems like he was talking about Symbion, you can walk through the night. There's a gentleman called Stuart Sebombo. I send him greetings and his wife please. But I remember when I was doing my project, fifth year, because we designed, you had to do a a real design for your fifth year, and then you also had to write a dissertation. So you did both a dissertation and a design project. My design project was for a church building on Prayer Mountain. I had these grandiose ideas, light coming in from where the wall, parting, what? (laughs) My friend, but the day for the presentation was coming fast and furious. I remember that I went to class. We used to go early and leave very late, towards midnight. And the last day before the presentation, I went to class in the morning I worked through the day, I worked almost through the night, went and had a nap, came back, worked through the day, then worked through the night, a guy, a gentleman, one of his earlier partners, Michael Uga, came and spent the night with me, helping me with 3Ds nowadays we do on computers, those days you had to draw it, can you imagine drawing a three-dimensional drawing? yeah the perspectives you have to draw them with with lines and real draw the, what the building is going to look like and then do a model a physical model wow. through the night for the presentation that morning there is a joke that there was one guy who was doing architecture in Lumumba hall
0: oh dear
1: so he he, he worked through that the sun came and went then the sun came and went and then on the third day, his pencil fell behind the bed. He <laughs> thought he was in No, so when he went under the bed to get his
0: pencil, <laughs>
1: he, he, he slept off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I need to recover. Anyway, I don't know whether it's a true story. But just to say, you know, you can run a hustle out there too, super real hassle you are technical, you are intelligent you know how things work mm-hmm. I mean you passed physics mathematics, you did art you, mm. but the finances yeah. yeah. so I find that to be a problem with a lot of uh, the more technical side of businesses yeah. so yeah, that was my take out as well from uh, architect Sam Kisa's uh and it's very brilliant. Uh, up to today, people contact me for work. I just pass them. Yeah. I'm like, I-, I know a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And because you focus on the work, yeah,
2: the work is always growing. It's yeah, it's always there. And, and, and at, by the time you look at the money,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you can not have the money because you, all the time, all the attention and what you love, what you love is a work,
0: yes.
2: so you, you tend to think, if I only do the work, the money will take care of itself. <coughs> it, it
1: never really works out. Does, yes. it, does
0: that work?
1: No. 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 Yeah. The money doesn't take care of itself. No. You, you just work longer hours, uh, It's weekends, Sundays, the whole time you're designing. And, and this is not actually image only the architecture. There are no. other people, people in the arts world. There are, are some people. Wow. Yeah, they walk around with their laptops. You're yeah, working they... the whole time. <laughs> but how do you break that cycle and, and start building a business? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wow. So, Pastor Sam, I think that's the question right there that Apostle has asked. So what are some of the key things that have helped you build a business that is actually growing?
2: Yeah, so um, one of the things is just applying the lessons that we've learned here at Worship Harvest. Straightforward financial growth. Save, save a percentage of what you, what you earn. And that we, be, we applied in, at our, in the business. Yes. that's something that we hadn't applied for a long time, and then we we began applying it. Um, get people to help yes. accountants, uh, people who can add, who can handle the business side yeah. and and you also pay attention to it yes. so sit down and, and say, okay, this job, what is it really worth? Because we, from our background, that's not a conversation we would have. You pull figures from the air. Okay, I think this, yeah. Let's charge this much, let's charge this much. <laughs> <laughs> and because you're not really like importing things like raw materials, you can cheat yourself without realizing that this is actually this is the actual cost of this job. The rent, the staff we are paying, the meals, the, the, the utilities, and then the the time, yes. Yeah, so that's, um, those are some of the things that, that
1: we've... Plus hiring this. competent people. Mm. Because uh, the prob- one of the problems technical businesses have is that you know your things so well, to hire another person to help you with the design, you're thinking they 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 they, well, they, they, they will not sell. get it, mm. and so you get stuck. But hiring other people and training them and trusting them, but also the problem is people want to get the cheapest available for. Them. <laughs> so you hire a guy, but he can't draw a straight line, and so it doesn't work. So, but hiring people, paying them, and then and then starting to multiply yourself, doing the symbiont thing, setting up systems where the design gets done, and it's not the leader of the business that is involved in the technical stuff.
0: Wow, why don't you help me appreciate Pastor Sam Chisa. Wow, and the Nutella business. And and listen to me, Um, I, I hope that this has been very helpful for you that you realize, especially for those of you doing something more professional, that you can grow. You don't need to be necessarily maybe manufacturing. You can grow with the thing that you went to school and studied. It can become a source of joy of employment and economic empowerment even in this nation. So thank you for joining us. I know you had some questions and comments. The man is available. You can always get in touch and you know interact with him. But thank you so much for joining us. I can hear